for a limited time, Outback Steakhouse has a new three-course meal called the Aussie Aussie Aussie. With so many mouth-watering options, the Aussie 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 is a deal worth celebrating. With soup or salad, five bold and flavorful entrees to choose from, and a New York-style cheesecake for dessert. New York? That's not Australian. The Aussie Aussie Aussie. Three courses starting at just $16.99, available at Outback for a limited time. Outback, no rules, just right. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson, and we finally reached the World Cup break, which means, of course, FPL is over, and we don't have to talk about it anymore. Well, let's just talk about it a little now, bit. Now, come on, mate, get with the program. Because you old fogies banging on about the past. Britain's moved forward. Well, let's talk about the future, then. I take yeah. an 8-6 lead into the future for the first time in FBI history. I mean, this really has been, I drew level for the first time, history, Mm -hmm. drew ahead for the first time, history, extended that lead, history. It's now 8-6 to me. We should say later in the show, we'll be joined by comedian Liverpool fan and manager of No Baggage FC, Chris McCausland. But let's just dwell, 8-6 behind. And I think, John, I think, John, you probably thought... You were going to draw level this week. No, I didn't. I knew uh, I knew from some weeks ago I wasn't going to win again this season. Uh, and I'll tell you why. My mm. team is shit. Um, and the, it's just too much to do to change it. I've been trying to get Skamaka out for weeks. So I was very much limping to the World Cup break. I'll be honest with you. I checked the scores yesterday. I uh-huh. couldn't even remember making the transfers I've made. I, I don't even remember doing it. Uh, I knew I'd brought Kane in because obviously Leeds were uh, playing Spurs. And the other week when we played Liverpool, I brought in Joe Gomez. He was a disaster in the game, disaster FPL-wise, but obviously Leeds won, which was more important to me. And I thought if I can have Eric Dyer and Harry Kane, I thereby jinx Spurs and Leeds will win again. I, I tell you what, one horrifically bad refereeing decision away from at least a point there. Oh. Um, uh, what, what was a full-on assault? On a Leeds United player. The Whiffleweez fault again. Uh, The Leeds keep losing good the Whiffleweez. How did Forrest do this week? And I think you won one, didn't you? We beat Palace after beating Spurs in the Cup on the back of almost beating Brentford and beating Liverpool. We are now third from bottom. We're a point from safety. The Reds go marching on, on, on. Uh, Leeds, though. I mean, let's talk about the two games. I genuinely thought you were going to beat Spurs, but oh boy, mm. you didn't. No, we didn't. We lost 4-3. Uh, well, I mean, you, so you've, you've obviously watched the game. You you saw the goal that was allowed. What, what's your view on it? As a, I, I say neutral, a, a poisonous man who knows nothing about football, but nevertheless not a Leeds or a Spurs fan. What did you think? I can't remember it. I watched Match of the Day in the morning in a kind of haze, so I, I, I don't really remember it. Let watch it now. I'll tell you what, I'll give you my yeah, watch it now. Go on. Yeah. What, who, what, who's the goal by? I think it's Kane's goal. Uh, it's a challenge on the goalkeeper, Melier. Kane. 
Gold That's leaves. what you're looking out for. Google uh, Melier uh, full assault brackets should be in prison. Close brackets. Here we go. Referee incompetent. Okay, so that's. I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, this is I'm like we're going live to uh, Stockley Park now, where the VAR referee is watching the goal. Uh, Hard because I'm watching it on um, what's it? What's it called? It's someone's like camera phone footage. Someone's camera phone footage. Who is it who assaults him then? Ben, what's his flavour? The Welsh guy. Oh, hang on, I'm going to have to get it up now, aren't I? Uh, yeah. Ilan Melier fouled. This is this. These are the headlines. The, the headline yeah, the on the publication comment. I'm I'm looking for. It's not a Leeds magazine. It's thisisfootball.com. The impartial guys at thisisfootball.com. <laughs> Ilan Melier seemingly fouled in Tottenham Hotspur goal. Seemingly. And VAR made a big mistake in the most recent Leeds United match after not spotting a seemingly clear foul on goalkeeper Ilan Melier. Let me read you some of the quotes uh, from uh, pundits about this. Uh, he was bundled into, the, not, not my words, Lynn, the words of Michael Owen. Um, Neil Warnock says, you cannot push Leeds star Ilan Melier while he's in the air. Not my words, Lynn, the words of Neil Warnock. Which I mean, goal are you, was are it? You're going to keep challenging these people. I've got match of the day up. Just hold on. What? Which goal was it? Was it their first or their second? Uh, Harry Kane's first, I think. Jeff Stelling and Tim Sherwood react to the injustice that hurt Leeds United at Tottenham. I mean, you can hear these words. Bundled. Blatant foul. Injustice. Okay, blatant I've got it foul. Now. Not my words, Lynn. The words of <laughs> Tim Sherwood. Okay, I'm just looking at it now. So the corner, it comes from a corner, doesn't it? So the mm-hmm. corner's just been given, and the Spurs players... Is it Ben Davies is the one I'm thinking of? Can I read you the words of Tim Sherwood watching the game live? Yeah, go on. I don't know what Tim Sherwood sounds like. Sort of meek cockney, is he? Yeah, sort uh, of seven. Uh, uh, is there any justice, Tim? Says uh, Jeff Stilling. No, it's 1-1. It's brilliant. Harry Kane, listen, they've knocked it down. It's a blatant foul, Jeff. All the boys have seen it. He just jumps into Melier. He knocks it down. Can't do anything other than that. It's a wonderful finish from Kane. Certainly looked like a foul on the goalkeeper. There's no doubt about that. It's tricky. I mean, it. it it's it, not tricky. Let me say this. He tried to kill the man. Shut up. Let me say this. We've had harsh decisions against us. I mean... Oh, is it the referees because of Forrest as no, well? No, hold on. What I'm saying is, if we... Uh, if the if the penalty against Henderson has to stand, then that goal has to stand because you're just like, it's a free for all now, isn't it? It's fifty. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's a game in which that. officials are watching live and on screens. That's either what it is. That. Either way, it's that. the 50/50 richest that. game in the planet, and referees are watching literally from every angle. Soon there'll I'd be a tiny the other referee way, inside like, the ball. Oh, they've gone be, the other be, way. Of course I would have wanted to stand. I'm a Leeds fan. But as a as a fan of football, and, and let me say, as a bigger fan of justice in general, as a bigger fan of good people getting rewarded for their actions, I think it's an absolute travesty, and I'd like to see that referee in The Hague. If you... Is that, is that an overreaction? No. If you... All right, then. Had that been the other way around, you'd be going, game's gone. Game. You can't even back into a goalkeeper now. The game's gone. And back in the no, day, you got no, two-footed no. and not even get a yellow. Game's no. gone. You can't even stand next to a goalie these days. That's, oh. not, 
standing next to him, practically ran him over. If he'd have been a car, <laughs> if that footballer had been a car, then our goalkeeper would be in hospital now. Yeah? Can you disagree with that? If he'd have been a plane, he'd have probably been dead. Had so you're laughing player... about the fact that if that Tottenham player had been a, a, a plane, our goalkeeper would be dead now. Yes, I am laughing about that, actually. You are funny. A real it piece satisfies of me at shit. night before I go to sleep tonight as I settle into my pre sleep routine where I uh, lash um, various potions and lotions across my body. Mm. The last thing, and it will make me smile as I'm carried to dreamland by angels, will be <laughs> if that guy would have been a plane. Your goalie would be dead. Isn't uh, uh well, well t- two things. First of all, can you confirm the rumours that Nottingham Forest are in fact looking to sign a plane uh, in January? It's one of the few options sort of available to them, having signed every living human on the planet. That now they are looking into whether a Boeing seven three seven up front might be a better option. Don't need one, mate. Because we are on, I don't know what you, I don't think. <laughs> don't need one, mate. We are third from bottom. We are on a winning streak, as you well know. We are on the up, up, up. You're on the down, down, down. Second question uh, about your pre-bedtime routine. You mm-hmm. mentioned slathering lotions. Is it also not your pre-bedtime routine to order and consume two takeaways? I forgot I told you this. Yeah. So Saturday, um, do the radio show and Forest of One. We're in sure. spirits. Have a you couple and of beers. We have a couple of beers. <laughs> And then um, I went to meet my friend Johnny for a couple of beers. So just, you know, I returned home. I'd worked it on the Sunday, but I returned home from a very satisfying night. Now, what I did, and, and I think you'll really respect this, is in the Uber on the way back, I ordered the takeaway mm-hmm. so that by the time I got back, I wouldn't have to wait that long once yeah. I was at home level for food to arrive, right? Love Good it. time management. Timed the run. Anyway. I but, love but not only doing it on the way to your house, but sometimes I really love the fact I can order tea for Lucy from wherever I am. I can be on tour. If she's having a bad night, I can say, do you know what? I'm going to order you tea. That's, the world is great. Some things about the world are awful, aren't they? But some things like that are great. They are great. So you're ralphing in the back of an Uber, being generally belligerent, singing your own <laughs> songs aloud with your forest flag waving out of the window. You've ordered your takeaway. What have you ordered? I was probably listening to Enya, actually. Mm-hmm. But anyway, sat there listening to Enya. I've take ordered... Away, take, take away, take away, take away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ordered a chicken chow mein with chicken balls, sweet and sour sauce, crispy seaweed, and our old friend, the veggie spring rolls. Didn't even know chickens had balls. Do you know, did I tell you my fact well, about... very tasty. Uh, did I tell you my fact about crispy seaweed? It's not seaweed. It's not seaweed, it's kale. Yeah. Unbelievable. Cool, isn't it? I like kale. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I, kale's lovely, just, but just just front up, guys. Just call it crispy kale. Just call it what it is. Why are you pretending you've been out dredging the oceans up? You've been down Tesco like the rest of us. Let's not get into truth wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Chickens haven't even got balls. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, but they, whatever they are, whatever animal they've been removed from, they taste incredible. Did an egg really fry that rice, or did your chef do it? God. You're lying to me. Okay. I, you, you, you're saying that I was being belligerent. I, I don't think I've got a patch on it. I was just sat there listening to Enya, probably breathing quite heavily. And <laughs> I was, I'd ordered a Chinese banquet. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll eat as much of that as I can physically 
manage tonight and then in the morning i will eat the cold leftovers yes mm. anyway i get in and you know when you check on any of these apps like uber or deliver or whatever and, and it's like it's still saying like 20 minutes i was like it said 20 minutes 20 minutes ago so like, i'm looking at the icon and i had this issue with uber eats a few weeks ago where i'd ordered um brunch in effect but i had to leave the house and it was so late it basically arrived just before i it, like it was an, an hour late and it was a nightmare and the problem is you can't just cancel the order you just stuck and i was like Mate, I'm not going to be here if you, you know, much later. Anyway, so this starts happening again. I was like, oh, no. Here we go. No. So I was like, right, I'm going to pull the ripcord here. My local pizza delivers very quickly. Mm. To um, you specifically, you've got some sort of uh, insider deal. 40s no, on the blower, lads. Get <laughs> as usual ready. We've got a bike on standby. <laughs> I think it's just because I live quite close to it and and... I guess alarmingly, maybe they're not that busy. Also, they start to slightly undercook the pizza anyway, anyway. Any- In a rush to get it to you. Maybe. Just show it the grill. Anywho, anywho, I then order the pizza hut. I was just like, I'm starving. I, I, I need it now. So the pizza hut arrives. Bosh. Here we go. Oh, no. Literally the moment, and this, this icon hadn't been moving. Literally the moment my payment goes through for pizza, the bike starts to move. I was like, <laughs> what? Anyway, I thought, well, it's not the worst situation to be in, is it? So then I just gorged the chow mein and the crispy seaweed, a few of the chicken balls, and then the pizza arrived. I was like, well, I can't not have any of it. So a couple of slices <laughs> of that. Went, woke up, and oh, my God. It was like someone had poured like salty cheese into my mouth. I woke up in the morning. You know, what What do you – you know the eye crud, like sleep? Or sleep, bet, yeah. Sleep, yeah. It, I had mouth, the mouth version of that. <laughs> Do you know what? Had I peeled my mouth, I think I could have peeled off a perfect shape of my lips. Oh, my like God. Like an oval-shaped ring of crud. Anyway, <laughs> I go into the uh, kitchen. I bite into one of the chicken balls, and in the middle of it, I thought, I don't think that's fully cooked. Oh, anyway, God. Polish the rest off. Um, <laughs> microwave one slice of pizza it wasn't that nice it was too bready it wasn't crispy enough if you know what I mean I like that pan mm-hmm. pizza crispy base and then I just put the whole thing in the bin immediately took the bin out and tried to cleanse myself of that but um, yes I, I'd been a little piggy so then I did an hour on the rowing machine that night that's like penance. there we go that was great the, the life of Matt Ford there and your, oh. your, your partner is away at this point or just having to deal with you strutting around the house screaming at delivery drivers I wasn't screaming at anyone I was very calm I didn't make it you didn't get a peep out of me pal oh, there's no well. there is no way that you've waited that long for Chinese that you phoned a pizza and then they both arrive and you don't say anything I didn't you phone are any of them muttering away to yourself I didn't phone anyone all at base I'm a bloody good man, a good man, a first fan. I just want my Chinese, that's all I want. A bloody now, a bloody pizza on it. Absolutely bloody ridiculous what it is. I'm fucking classic the, Tory <laughs> government. I didn't ring anyone. It was all app-based. I mean, if no, I'd but I'm saying anything, you're chuntering to yourself. There's no way you're just silently, oh, well, hey-ho, oh, not the worst situation to be in. <laughs> well, it's a good life. I'm glad to be alive. The weather's fine. I'm looking forward to Christmas. You are livid. You're it wouldn't be that. It's more, I think I'm a whiny. I'm more whiny than that. I'd have gone, fucking hell. <laughs> Where is it? Come Daddy. on. Doing that. Oh, come on. You're kidding me. It would have been stuff like that. No. 
The world isn't wide enough. Get immersed in the expansive views of the 48-inch customizable panoramic display in the all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid. Explore more at Lincoln.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash MBO. Terms and conditions apply. Speaking of your whining, mm-hmm. it's not the Brat Pack, but it's becoming increasingly like the Rat Pack. It's time for Fordy's sing-along stat pack. That's right. So who were the highest scoring uh, players this week in FPL? In goal, it was War. Oh, do I sing it first? You've got to not? sing a song to, to reveal the name of each player. Okay. Uh, one. Ho! Oh, good God, yeah. What is good for <laughs> absolutely nothing? Have you ever heard that song? They yeah. don't say ho. Whoa! Whoa! Who? Who there? Who? Isn't it like that? Hi, ho! It's just her. It's her, ho. not ho. Oh, 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 come on. You sound like you've got indigestion. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, good God. Yeah, give me some rennies. Oh, oh. In fact, you know, when I woke up from that pizza and Charmaine night, there were just yeah. rennies and Gaviscon tablets all over the floor. <laughs> I'd clawed at my bedside table at four in the morning. And your partner's suitcase gone from the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so then, uh, Liverpool's Robert... Oh, do I sing it first again? What had to go? Well, you've given it away now. Oh, you? But, uh, Roberts. Good luck coming up with a song to do with Robertson anyway. On Robertson. Robert's on the radio. Oh, Robert's on the radio. Andy Robertson. Mm-hmm. In the middle. Bali, 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 Bali. Oh, ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. Do you know what I had a song there? Champagne Supernova. Go on. The Champagne Soup. It's called Bolly, isn't it? Yeah, go on. Bottle of Bolly. Oh, no. Oh, I see. I'm trying to get the actual names in. Yeah. You take it where you want. Okay. I didn't realise I could be... Uh, you can be creative, bit. mate. Oh, okay. yeah. And that, and that advice goes for your whole career. You know, your <laughs> radio shows, your other podcasts. You know, be creative. <laughs> your corporate the, work. The fuck you. <laughs> Final defender in the uh, stat pack is Smith (laughs) (laughs) Smith the magic right back plays by the sea 
Okay. Pleasure, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, that's um, good. Bournemouth rumoured to be uh, seeking the guidance, the all-round revolution that is Marcelo Bielsa. <laughs> Let me tell you, if that happens, oh, oh if that happens, I can't work out if I'm going to be deeply upset by his betrayal. Or just glad to be in the same country as him again. At the moment, the second is winning. And I think I'd just be glad to think, if I want to, if I want to, I can get in my car and go to wherever he is. I think that matters more to me now. At the moment, it upsets me that he's a plane away. I liked it when I texted you going, oh, look, and you're like, he's not going to do that. Oh, you were just yeah. in total denial. Oh, well, I was certain he wouldn't. I just didn't think he would. But now it's it's getting ever more likely. The headlines have changed from... Oh, they're they're having interviews, so they're in advanced discussions. And there's all this stuff about because obviously his, his his home club is Newell's, which is a coastal town in Argentina that plays in red and black. And all this stuff is is getting in my head. He ain't going there though, is he? Russian money. He's better than that. He'd only be going there to get near Oz again, so that when Marsh goes, he can come back to Leeds. Right, guys. I, I don't want you to be upset, but yes, you but do. equally, I, I do want to laugh in your face. And yeah. sometimes those two things are at odds with each other. Right. Okay. So uh, the next player in the stat pack, we're into midfielders now. Uh, Taverni, yeah, tonight. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Taverni. Yeah, okay. Taverni, yeah, tonight. Oh, he's doing it twice. Buying himself Whoa. thinking time for uh, Ben Tanko. Ben Tanko, make you work hard, make you sweat hard, make you put the per 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 love. Okay. Uh, Ericsson. Did you think that money was Ericsson? Okay. That was good. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we go somewhere where Rodrigo? Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Bit of keen. You've, You've missed the. Missed uh, before. I came across a midfielder. Well, he's actually a forward. It's one of those FPL blips. But he's actually a forward. Player of the week, Arsenal's midfielder. You've yet to do. Oh, dear God. How do you like it? How do you like it? Oh, dear God. Oh, I like that. That's nice. That's your best one so far. Yeah. And then up Two front. left, you'll be pleased to know. You are the end beneath my ings. <laughs> yeah, very nice. And uh, the Tony one I know has come to take me away. Lovely. And how many points if you'd picked that whole team? How many points would you have banked this week? You'd have banked. I'm not sure it would have been financially possible. Oh, hang on. You'd have scored 132. Yeah. That would have been all right, wouldn't it? Wouldn't have minded that. Oh, wouldn't that have been lovely, John? Wouldn't that have been lovely? So, obviously, we're going into the World Cup break. Russell Howard now sits proudly atop the FPL League with a month off. He scored 44 points this week. Hardly a vintage week. Uh, 941. Got a lead of eight points over Joe Wilkinson. I scored more. I beat him this week. I scored 45. Yeah, it's not really a score to brag about, though, is it? Uh, Better than you. Yeah, he's better. Well, only by four. But it's still, a four, you know, it's still better than you. Even it if it's is, better yeah. by one, it's better than you. All right. All right Suck Harry it Anfield. up, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> we are delighted to be joined by star of Live at the Apollo and manager of No Baggage FC, Chris McCausland. Chris, we had you on last season. 
Your team is called No Baggage FC. Why is that? Well, if you remember last season, Matt, um, I, I basically um, I stacked a lot of uh, restrictions on myself in terms of the players that I was allowed to pick. Yes, um, because of the amount of emotional baggage that I bring to this game. And um, <laughs> so, what I've done, I, and I did very well last season. I think I finished like in the top, in the top few. You know, I think I was probably in the UEFA in the UEFA places, so to speak. Respectable finish for the amount of restrictions. So this year, I've um, I've done the same thing. Um, I've reflected my um, the, the the weight of my restrictions in my team title. No baggage. Not bringing any baggage with me. Um, but unfortunately, all my go-to teams <laughs> have had the most miserable first half of the season. Um, so when you're not picking from Chelsea, City, Tottenham, Arsenal, Man United, or um, you know, well Everton, that doesn't really make much difference, does it? But when you're not picking from a lot of the um, the, the the bigger kind of traditional top four teams or whatever, top six teams, um, my go-to teams are Leicester, West Ham, Aston Villa, you know, um, mm. Liverpool, and and we we it, we none of them, none of them have had a great first half of the season, have they? Oh mate, I feel bad. Where for am you. I, mate? Where am I? Well, it's called no baggage, but you are placing so many restrictions on yourself. It feels like an ironic team name. It feels like you've got a lot of baggage. Yeah, well, to be to be honest, I, I, I mean, no baggage because of the players I won't pick. And really, what I realised this season is, in order to achieve um, true non baggageness, like I sound like a mystic, a mystic kind of sage here, don't I? Um, but really, I should have no Liverpool players either because after our terrible start of the season, I clung on to Mo Salah like a. <laughs> A yeah, well, you, you got four points for captain in Mo Salah. He's had good and bad weeks. There's a sort of sense that he's coming back to form, but Fordy and I, he has to have three Forest players. I have to have three Leeds players. That's obviously cost us. Who yeah. would have known that having to have three Liverpool players yeah. would actually prove to be no more beneficial than, than our uh, handicap? Liverpool's yeah. season has been awful. What's been going on? Well, do you know, and as well, like because Liverpool, because we 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 rotate. I mean, the three bankers were Salah, Trent, and Allison, really. Yeah. And um, I mean, who'd have thought that me, me reserve goalkeeper Dean Henderson would have ended up with more points than, <laughs> than Allison? <laughs> um, and and I even put, I think I put Henderson in last week. I think I swapped him over the week before and then I took him out this week and 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 he got more points again than I don't know mate. I'm, you I did. Mean, I'm, you put him in last week. I mean you had an exceptional week last week, let's be honest, cuz Salah scored you 30 points. You scored yeah. 88 last week and that included bringing in Dean Henderson for zero. You took him out this week, he scored 6 and Allison scored 3. I mean, I'm literally, I mean, this is what you call in the in the business is I'm having a bit of a Matt Ford, aren't I? Don't you dare. What, <laughs> because I have turned things around. You are 100 points behind Matt Ford. <laughs> Am I 100 points behind 97. Let me tell you, fourth bottom, you're ahead of Ramesh Ranganathan and, and Josh Widdicombe, but you're also ahead of a, an even less successful manager <laughs> by the name of Chris McCausland. With his team, no changes, FC. I mean, this is this is a little bit like when Taylor Swift took all the top ten places in the charts, isn't it? Except <laughs> yeah. I'm taking two of the bottom four places in the uh, comedians playing fantasy <laughs> yeah. football league. Um, so, listen, what happened is I did my team the same as last time, and then I'm doing um, fantasy football on Sky this year, and they said, "Oh no, you've got to use our account." So I had to do a separate team. Um, 
but I have a, a you know, I, as as we all do, I have a few little leagues with mates and stuff, which I'd set up. So I had to leave my other team going. So I thought, well, I'll I'll call it no changes and I won't touch it for the whole season. And um, until about two weeks ago, there was literally about 15 points in it between the team I'm changing every week through intelligent analysis of uh, player performances and the team I just left to die. (laughs) 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 And it's it's only in the last couple of weeks I've actually started pulling away from me um, me, me dead weight team, you know. I mean, it's just a horrific season, isn't it, really, in terms of um, this amount of restrictions I'm placing on myself. But I'd rather die by my sword. I'd I'd rather have morals guys you know and um and just be an abject failure you sound a bit like john (laughs) (laughs) so who's who's doing the best out you two guys so far this season well Well, it's tricky because week by week i'm ahead now eight six but john's ahead of me in the league but only by not by much john no, it's down to the lead now is down to uh, nine points, which which oh just proves, God. I think, Chris, what a bad season it's been for those of us who know what we're doing, you know, in terms Absolutely. of Absolutely. It and really it just, is a season for the for the morons and the, the chances. You see, I, I mean, when I ask you how you're doing, I ask you because I don't know, because when I was doing well last season, I was all over this. I was checking the league <laughs> every week. <laughs> and uh, I'll be honest, but this morning was the first time I'd looked at... <laughs> and um, quite some considerable time because um and i just looked to see where i was because you know when you're doing badly you try you know ignorance is bliss isn't it Mm -hmm. um for liverpool it's been a tough season because we've had a lot of injuries we've um we've got some players that um seem to dissolve in rain uh made of crisps (laughs) um we've got um you know, Tiago, I mean, he cuts himself shaving. He has to have a couple of weeks off, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you famously lost within the space of a couple of weeks to Nottingham Forest and Leeds, who I'm sure you've checked the Premier League table, you know, not doing very well. How mm-hmm. was that? You're speaking to two people who obviously found that delightful. How was it as a Liverpool fan? It's one of the, I mean, it, it, we've done very well lately Liverpool so to say it's typical Liverpool isn't necessary it's not genuinely true but it's typical historically that when we are having a bit of a troubled patch you know over over seasons gone past we will do well against the big teams and then just you know throw that gain away against you know, someone at the bottom of the table, and I mean, I can't remember how it ran. Who, who did we play? Who did we play straight after City? Was it? Who, who was it then? But we we beat City, didn't we? And then that was Forest first, I think. Forrest yeah, got and you then first. threw it all away. You know, so it, it kind of just—I mean, it's, it it basically means that you've kind of you know it, the the gain has gone, hasn't it? And and I think you know we've had a really good few seasons. It's been fantastic with Klopp, um, but over over seasons gone past, when we have had these kind of inconsistent patches, um, that has been a, a, a trait of it, really, hasn't it? Klopp out. <laughs> we'll have him. Um, no, you're all right. I think we're very happy. We'll see who we get as owners. I mean, ah, I was t- oh, it was awful when I saw uh, we're up for sale. I don't want to, um, you know. I, I mean, I think Klopp is a man of um, of, of certain morals, political, socially, you know, and, mm. and whether he'll stick around if we end up um, owned by some kind of um, oil state or something. Um, but um, we, we'll see what happens with that. Like, but um, no, I think um, I, I think on Merseyside, there's only one manager that'll be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> <Even anytime soon. laughs> Fingers and Chris, crossed. 
Are you excited about the World Cup? I know, mate. I mean, honestly, I'm, I mean, I, I, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> is um, that because you don't give a shit about England or just is it this specifically this World Cup? I've never been, do you know, okay, I've never really, I've never been into friendlies. I, I, I find that friendlies get in the way of the Premier League. And unfortunately, this World Cup just feels like a load of friendlies, doesn't it? It feels like they've just gone and put a tournament worth of friendlies in the middle of a season. <laughs> and um, I mean, technically, like we could do with the break. We could do with resetting. We've got seven players, I believe, playing in the World Cup. City have got 17. That means that they've got more than double the chance of um, some of their key players coming back injured. <laughs> so actually, you should be so, all in favour of it. Yeah, so from the, from that point of view, I think it might be um, you know statistically we we've got a good chance of coming out of this on um, on a little bit more momentum than you know maybe this could be the Rocky the Hulk Hogan comeback you know where we get up <laughs> off the canvas and we shake our fists and you know um, but as as a World Cup I always get into the World Cup. And I always get into it when there's football on during the day, and um, and and because I just like you know I, I like the other games as well. I, I liked it when um, everyone was in it from the home nations a few years ago. With it, I can't remember that was the Euros or what it was the Euros, wasn't it? With um, you know when Wales were in it and that. Um, so maybe I'll get drawn into it, but you know politically and socially, it's it's a, it's a horrific um, place to have uh, put the tournament. Just in terms of football as well, I mean, you know, it, it's like, oh God, God knows what it's like. It's like, you know, I mean, giving the World Cup to Qatar, like who've got zero football history, is. I mean, I don't know what it's like. It's like letting me host a bloody, bloody Formula One tournament, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How bad's your human rights when I, record? When I can't drive a mini, um, <laughs> go on. How about your human rights record? My human rights record. <laughs> um, do you know what I? Um, I I I I did fantasy football on Sky the other week, and I um, I, I comedically referred to um, Chelsea fans as being scum. Oh, it's not Chelsea fans, sorry, Chelsea as being scum, and um, and received a torrent of um, uh, of abuse on Twitter for my um, for for my um, my, my my treatment of. Um, the community that is known as Chelsea fans. Oh God! Um, but what they what they did what they failed to grasp, I think, was the comedy behind it. Whereas I was actually mocking my own uh, my own restrictions, as I have just done with you guys um, in ch- in terms of um, you know I can't pick from Chelsea scum, I can't pick from United double scum. I haven't seen the edit. I think they might have taken the United bit off and just left it as Chelsea because I <laughs> I didn't hear a peep from United fans. Yeah, I was going to say it's either that or, or Manchester United fans are sort of just calmed down and are quite happy with what's going on at the moment. And, yeah, unless you know. they, yeah, unless they're watching it and going, ah, oh, yeah, he's right, we are a bit, aren't we? Um, they got but, bigger um, fish to fry tweeting Cristiano Ronaldo at the moment. I think you're off the hook. <laughs> you, you would have to go some to be more hated by by Manchester United fans I mean, than him at the moment. Um, it's 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 a double-edged sword this isn't it i'm so intrigued to see the full interview of what he said but it does mean having to sit through a couple of hours of piers morgan (laughs) hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I uh, I think as a comic, I'm trying to think back to, I remember a Christmas gig in a converted strip club in Bournemouth where I went full Cristiano Ronaldo. I was like, I'm not, I'm not coming on. No way. <laughs> I was comparing. I went out and did the first 10. They hated me so much. Yeah. I said, I, I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to say the name of the act and that's all I'm going to do for the rest of the night. I'm going to tell you who's coming and I'm not. Yeah. Where was that? Bournemouth, uh, a club called Twisters. Okay. Um, it I was... did, um, I did junglers in Portsmouth once and I was doing half an hour at the end. Um, and um, I, I, I didn't have like a bad gig. Like they weren't booing me or actively hating me. They were just so indifferent to the fact that I was there. <laughs> that I got to about 16 minutes in and I just kind of wrapped up and went and I set my um I set my timer to let me know when I had like five minutes left you know so it vibrates on me on me uh, my wrist so I I know like I'll oh, start wrapping up and um you know you've had a bad gig when you your, your phone your, your watch go vibrates to let you know you've got five minutes left and you're you're paying for the car parking <laughs> <laughs> last time i gigged in portsmouth a a, a fight broke out like a serious fight that just derailed the whole thing it it was near christmas and a fight broke out because one bloke said it was too hot and another bloke said it was too cold oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) like they were like turn the air con off and someone's going it's freezing in here it's going it's too hot over here and they just had like this massive rumble like it a mad brawl. It was great. Oh, do you know what? I mean, we were done. We weren't, you couldn't win sometimes at those Christmas gigs. Like I did yeah. Cardiff once and everyone was sat there in coats. It was so cold. And, and they get these boil in the bag Christmas dinners that they paid 30 quid for or whatever. And I remember having one. I remember eating it going, Oh, this stuffing's a bit funny, isn't it? And they went, no, that's a sprout. I was like, you're joking. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, everyone's in a foul, freezing mood before you've even gone on, and then you've got to try and make them laugh after that, haven't you? It's um... what you want when you're dealing with an audience who've probably never been to comedy before is to get them leathered and pissed off. That's that's yeah. give yourself the best chance. What we're saying here is the South Coast is not a safe place. If Marcelo Bielsa is listening, <laughs> Bournemouth, just down the coast from these places we're talking about, you you, <laughs> you will not be safe there. You better off staying where you are. Can I just ask you a couple of questions about this Twisters thing, John? So, um, mm-hmm. wh- why were you refusing to go on? What was so bad about it? I was comparing, and yeah. they just—I uh, mean, I, I would have taken ambivalence, Chris. I would have absolutely loved just a sort of tedious silence. They were just talking, shouting, not listening, jeering. I couldn't calm them down. I'm not. The great thing about comedy is that no matter how good you get, when you when things go badly, it's like you've never gigged before. So mm. all the experience leaves you and you make the same mistake you've been gigging for 20 years and i tell you now if i die tomorrow i will jump to my final punchline straight away without having done the setup because that's what i always do and then instead of doing the thing that people tell you to do when the audience is talking you go quieter and you force them to come to you what i will do is i will scream in my shrillest voice yeah can i just it's really hard if you're not if you're not listening to me. I can't. So I just need you. If, if everyone who can hear me can just say shush, and then we can all then we can start again because I'm quite good at this. And you, you just become <laughs> a screeching moron. So I, I, that's what I would. If, if you, I, I don't, look, I, I know you don't like me. That's absolutely fine. But I'm, I'm obliged to create an atmosphere for that. And then I would just go, ah, f- it. You've got three yeah. acts. I'm going to say they're f- 
fucking names and then the rest of the gig i'm going to be back there because i'm not losing my money so i'm going to do what i need to to get paid for having to sit in front of you objectionable pricks and i'm going to say the name of the act and i'm going to go and i remember lucy porter was one of the acts and i've never you know that little bit i always think you know when an act comes on and you see, like, they'll do a little handshake and whisper something to each other. Yeah. And and a lot of the time, it's to sort of look cool. It's sort of look like, oh, we're the gang. I grabbed her by the hand and I said, I'm so sorry to do this to you. But I, I cannot get these pricks to listen. So I'm waiting. The minute you want to come off, I will be ready to come back on and introduce the interval. But yeah. you, you do as well as you can, mate. And I have absolutely let you down here. She smashed it. Did 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, she encored. I have had Did that you ever before. do Sway in London? No. Oh, God. There, there was a club um, in, a, in a place called Sway in London, and it was the most horrific gig that like I, rem- I remember walking into the room and the person who was on before me was just waiting to see me appear before they said goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, I always remember because like I, I obviously can't see what the room looks like, but I always remember Michael, Michael Fabry saying to me, because I obviously I don't know, I don't know things until people point out, give me the information, you know. So I built this picture of what the room's like in my head, and Michael Fabry just said to me, I don't think I should ever have to do a gig in a room where I can see a man cooking a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's so funny. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> so we're, we're discussing horrific places um you, let, let, let's not make, make your life out to be a miserable traipse around horrific gigs you, you were doing a show for channel four at the moment called wonders of the world where you literally travel around the world seeing the best things how's that been yeah so we filmed it we're just putting the finishing touches to the edit at the minute so um it's going to be under the new year um we did, um, I mean, basically the point of it is I'm blind. So like, I've never, I mean, what's the point of me going to look at these things where people go all the way over there to look at a thing, go to look at a building. Woo. Um, so the idea is that each episode, a different comedian kind of takes me around and proves to me that it was worth getting off my ass and that there's more going on there than just looking at the thing. So didn't get did, the like, call. You... Huh? Bit awkward, mate. What do you mean? Well, I don't know if Fordy got the call. I, I didn't get asked if I want to take you to the Eiffel Tower or, you know, uh, Orlando Studios. Yeah, no, mate. I mean, to be honest, I've asked you about things in the past and you've told me no, mate, so I'm just bored of asking. <laughs> yeah, you sent me the shit stuff. Do you want to do a, do do a charity gig in oh, Liverpool? yeah, you didn't Fuck want to do Grimsby, did you, mate? Yeah, come on, mate. <laughs> I'm not driving on a Wednesday night for 80 quid, but I don't mind, I don't mind flying around the world to have a laugh. Yeah, well, the idea is because I'm the negative one, we need somebody with a little bit of um, positivity ah, about them, mate, you see. So ah, it's... Um... <laughs> not your man. Um, but though did um, did uh, I didn't get the, the call, Acropolis mate. with um, with Harry Hill <laughs> and um, Rome with Tom Allen and Niagara Falls with Lisa Tarbuck and um, Jordan with Gus Khan, um, and it was um, it was loads of fun, loads of fun filming it, and then I'm quite heavily involved in the edit, which is the most boring, dull experience. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can't watch myself on the telly. And when when I'm on the telly, they're all the best bits that people thought were worth putting on the telly. But when you're sitting through an edit and you're seeing all the bits that will never make it onto the telly, and you have to watch yourself laugh over and over again, you're like, "Is that what I sound like when I laugh?" Oh my, <laughs> yeah. it, it's um, it's torturous. And when's it on? It'll be on like January, February, somewhere around there. So we haven't got a date for it yet. Like, but um, it's um, hopefully early on in the year and um because i mean tour goes on till may so i could do with um i could do with something <laughs> to help sell to, to help sell the shepherd's bush empire you know <laughs> and do you know what as well because i've got 
I've got this bit in um I've got this bit in me tour in me show at the minute about Mo Salah and it's a it's a it's been killer. It, it's been absolute like a proper banker within the show. And um but it relies on him being amazing. And and he's he's had such a terrible patch that I had to start making excuses for his performance for me to be able to do the joke. <laughs> and, and um and every time he has a good game and he scores a couple of goals, I think I'm the only person delighted that he's 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 played well purely to keep him in the keep him in the show. <laughs> uh, so when's the Shepherds Bush Empire? Um, Shepherds Bush Empire in May, Brilliant. yeah, and um, that that'll be the end of the um, that'll be the end of the tour, really. But it's it's ended up. I mean, it's just grown and grown. So it's I can see your dates now. It's a hell of a tour. I speak as a man on tour, but you what? are properly getting around and about. I was you usually say uh, catch Chris on tour. He'll be in a town near you. But I'm looking at this. He he'll probably be sort of next door. I mean, there there isn't a sort of town you are not going to. Um, I'm looking at some of the dates, and I'm. Re- I mean, there's there's very few venues that I don't remember a story about. Diana. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate. Well, good luck at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. We can't wait to see the new show on Channel Four, and uh, we'll come and see yes. you on tour. Oh mate, thanks very much for um, having us. And um, you never know if you get me back on in um, in the new year after the World Cup, maybe I will be on the climb. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Did we? Uh, we said we were going to send you Pringles last time when you beat we did, us. Did yeah. we actually do it? Yeah, fan- it was. Not what it was. God, it was. Uh, a I'd never, I didn't even know such a thing existed. It was a, a um, uh, what, what do you call them? An advent calendar of Pringles. Oh, ah, yeah, was a huge box. With um, little shelves in it, and behind each door was one of those little forty gram kind of um, air, airplane kind of size. Oh, um, once you get on an airplane, the Pringles. Um, but the weight of the Pringles inside it, just it, it, the structure, the integral structure of the calendar, couldn't support the weight of the Pringles. <laughs> so it really just became like a, a tombola of random. <laughs> You just had to make a hole in it and put your hand in and see what you pulled out. <laughs> well, there's a line to end on. If ever there was a line to end an interview, just make a hole yeah. in it and stick Cheers, your Chris. Hand in. Cheers, Thank guys. you very much, Chris. John, I've got some exciting news. You're retiring from comedy and emigrating. <laughs> no, even uh. more exciting than that. We are going to release our very own CPFPL podcast beer with Kirkstall Brewery, and we've asked our listeners to send in their suggestions for what it should be called, uh, and like Erling Haaland, they have delivered. So, we've got a name for our new beer. Can you remember what it is? It's CPFP Hellas. It's a real quench boost. Um, I think it, I can't believe... This is so cool that we've got our own beer. CPFP Hellas, a real quench boost, will be released soon by Kirkstall Brewery and we'll be giving some away as prizes to listeners and another slice subscribers. And we might even get some paraphernalia made up of beer mats and bar towels. This is the dream come true. Now, as we know, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious, and CPFB Hells will be no different. We've got our own beer! As well as brewing great beer, Kirkstall also have some of the best pubs in Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Inn in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. You can get 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. Just visit the website, kirkstallbrewery.com, click on shop, and enter the code for 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. 
And oh my God, coming to market soon, our own beer, CPFP Hells, a real quench booth. Can you imagine? I mean, is it the most egotistical thing in the world to get drunk on your own beer? It would be worse if it was called like 40. I got drunk on our own show. I've had five pints of me. Getting high on your own supply. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to taste it. Uh, that's all we've got time for this episode. We'll be back later in the week with another. Ah, uh, yes, and remember, we have already launched on anotherslice.com <laughs> the perfect Christmas present where you get bonus, unheard, extra content. And... <laughs> what? Oh, don't get me wrong. I work on this podcast and, and I'm fond of it. I would be f***ing livid if someone got me <laughs> a subscription to this podcast on Another Slice. So, you know, if you enjoy our work, subscribe, but don't get your mum. <laughs> a subscription to this podcast for Christmas. I didn't know what, didn't know what to get you, Gran. So uh, here's two hours of a lot of tossers talking about times of shit themselves. <laughs> what I meant was, oh, you're such a sour little. What I meant was, as a little treat to yourself. You know, sometimes when oh, you treat I see, yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's Christmas, just treat yourself to another slice subscription. Yeah, cancel that second takeaway and subscribe to anotherslice.com. Exactly. Go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl for details. There's already four exclusive episodes on there you won't be able to get anywhere else ever. And there are monthly FPL prizes and there will be exclusive World Cup content on there when the tournament kicks off. Email us, hello at cpfpl, tweet us at comediansfpl. And as John said, find us on Instagram. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.